This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. What is up, everyone? Welcome to The 20 Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ that's right. Our show is brought to you by BeatSource. That is where we are coming to you live from the BeatSource headquarters in Beverly Hills. We are the music streaming service for DJs that play everything. I know that's me. I know that's probably you. Uh, I, you know, I am so impressed by what the team at BeatSource is doing day after day. We've got all the music you could ever need for every gig. We've got BeatSource Link, which allows you to. DJ from the cloud streaming tracks, but we've got an offline locker too where you can store 1,000 tracks. So if you got no access to Wi Fi, you can still DJ. It's super dope. Use our code the 20 to get a another free 30 day trial on there. So you get like a 60 day trial with our code THE20 the 20. And uh, let me know what you think. Keep in touch with me. I'm on Instagram. Probably the best way to get a hold of me at DJ Spider, DJ S P I D E R. And a shout out to you, the Beat Sorcerers, everyone that's allowed us to keep doing this. Um, you guys are the our lifeblood out there, the listeners, everything. Um, so keep it coming, keep the listens coming, keep the reviews, keep all the you know comments that you're saying to me coming. I really appreciate it. Um, and um, I am so lucky to get to interview all these amazing guests. Uh, please rate and review the podcast so we can continue to grow it on Apple Podcasts and all that. So today we are doing another part two podcast. I thought it was only right. We've got the uh, DJ City Latino link up in LA right now. And I wanted to talk to my man, DJ Kaz. He was one of the first people I interviewed during the pandemic, July 2020. It was virtual. It was on Zoom. And there's just something different about doing it in person. I also feel like he, of all people has changed so much in a positive way since then. And he was an amazing person then, but the amount that he's learned and that his self-reflectiveness, you know, that he brought, I don't think that's a word, but, you know, that he brought to the table and and has learned through this time, I think can resonate with all you guys. So um, I wanted to hear about how Miami has changed, how he has changed, um, what's going on with the music out there. I mean, we get into everything. We drop so many gems. We get into emotional things. We get into hilarious things. Um, he is just an all-around great person. Uh, he's got the right mindset. He's a super dope DJ and uh, very accomplished. I mean, he's constantly doing so many residencies, radio shows, so much dope stuff. So uh, without further ado, we got to bring him on. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. So please welcome to the 20 Podcast, DJ Kaz, a.k.a. Killer Kaz. We are here. It's the 20 Podcast live and direct in person from Beverly Hills, we got DJ Kaz coming from Miami. We are live and direct in Beverly Hills. I meant, you know, but yes, sir. Uh, what up? Hey, welcome. Here, back. Welcome in person. We we recorded uh, in July of 2020, like, prime pandemic, prime. LA to Miami connection, For trying real. to understand what was going on on each side of the country. Real, we just, you know, we, we talked about it. It was such a different weird so weird yeah i remember i i listened back to part of it and i was saying like you know maybe people should wear masks like that's what i was saying and i'm like or i was like people could get tested before the party and then show the thing and like actually that's what some of the stuff ended up happening right for a little bit and then for a little bit now it's really weird time i feel like yeah (laughs) and it's it's been a i mean we can just get kind of straight to it it's been a different shift in in the nightlife i think you know yeah 
I think one of the things is, you know, shout out to DJ Beto. Um, he always brings it up that, like, yeah. the people in 2020, 2021 that were turning 21 or turning of age or starting to party, starting to go out, like, they went through this weird year of not partying or the people that were partying. Like, everything has kind of shifted, I feel yeah. like. You know, some clubs aren't the same. Some generations don't even know how to go out or some people <laughs> stop going out. And right. It's changed. I think it's changed everywhere, but yeah, you know, it's 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 a different world, different market, but gotta make the best of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that like it's different crowds of people going out too, yeah. like you said. I mean, because some DJs are like, oh, I can't believe this music's back or this is happening, but you know, people have been stuck in. Some people turned twenty one during the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, or some people weren't going out at a time when we were playing songs from 10 years ago, you know? Right. So I have noticed that being back in clubs, I'm playing things like feel some type of way yeah. and bands will make her dance and right. like songs from that. And people are into it. And you know, there's different music that's working. Cause I think it's 100%. different crowds that, that got to, you know, go out. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I feel like that pocket, like you say, you know, bands are make your dance. Um, that kind of genre era of 2010 rap trap, stuff is is you know is nostalgia now yeah so like it, it works and the music now is so limited and the pop music now or the commercial music now is not what you hear in the clubs right right so you have a weird kind of crowd and yeah i think the 2010 stuff 29 2009 10 pop stuff and the rap stuff early 2010s rap stuff is is right. was popping right now popping right now like yeah it didn't poppin', that, that, isn't it like it's, it's almost like that's the new stuff like you can play like the new drake and it won't go off right. as well the throwbacks like in that respect are those kind of songs and then like i think i've talked about it on here before too but i went to this party called electric feels a couple weeks ago here right. and they're playing phoenix foster the people Fire. you know mgmt indian to blockhouse era like, exactly yeah. all that and but it wasn't club people you know it was almost like people that want to go to shows or coachella yeah. type crowds or people that just have never heard that stuff loud you know yeah. what i mean like it's That's a different true. experience to hear a dj mix it together but also to hear it just loud on speakers and yeah. you feel the bass and and you get to sing it along and sing all along music, with all it. that music is loud like it's very synth heavy very yeah. like production heavy so like you need to hear it that loud yeah that's dope in miami in miami i feel like i mean the reggaeton and the latin stuff and the club shit yeah is cool but the the throwback is kind of like the has become you know the hits like the very open format stuff really which, which you know for for me has always been my shit and like now my throwback or my rock songs or my this like my pockets have grown so much because all right now i'm playing 2010 shit right let me play kesha let me play this and you know you right. kind of refresh some routines or you refresh some tracks or you come up with different things and yeah and it's cool because like we've played it before yeah like, we know yeah exactly like so it's 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 cool to be able to do it at this level that we're at now or our right. capabilities now so yeah that's where like the experience factor comes in because you're like yeah. okay i've been through this era or i know this kind of music yeah. or whatever they want and um, yeah, same. I've noticed the same thing. People just want to party, but like there's certain, they want to be able to sing along to the songs yeah. and, and they want fun. And it's not like when Kesha came out and people were like, that's cheesy, you know, or whatever it is. Like 
It's different now. But it's also funny because like it was cheesy. But, yeah. I mean, I love but, cheesy. But who cares? I love yeah. cheesy shit though. Yeah. But now those kids are old enough to like party, you know, and like they feel like nostalgic. It's a nostalgic thing. And yes. And when people are like, oh, like, I'm like, wait, you were singing to Britney. You're just 10 years older than these people. Like, yeah. You know, like they were, they're 25, 26, and they were partying, listening to this when they were 13, 14, 15. Exactly. And now you're 35, 36. You're salty because you're already old when this came out. Yes. So let them live their shine. Like, just exactly. Like, you know? That's what I try to tell the DJs, the yeah. jaded DJs. Like, let them live. Let everybody have fun. That's where those Twitter uh, arguments just get so yeah. stupid because no one's DJing in the same place. Yeah. No one's DJing for the same people. Right. Everything is different. And also... Let people have fun. Right. Like, why can't people have fun? Once anybody starts having fun, people Bro, are like, no, no, no. The you, best, don't do that. The best advice I've gotten recently, and, like, if you know me, yeah. you know that I'm, like, I can be an asshole. <laughs> the best you're, manager. A, you're a nice asshole. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a cordial. I can be, like, a cordial, like, <laughs> like with a reason, asshole. <laughs> right. But the manager the other day was like, yo, don't be a dick on the mic. And I was like, <laughs> I, I literally like, synced in on me, and I was like, He's like, I heard you call somebody a Karen the other day. <laughs> I was going to say, where did that come from? That must, that must then, have come from and something. He was like, Are you, but I'm like, yo, like, and this is what happened. Like, it was a group of, you know, like, bachelorette group comes up to the booth. And right. You already see them. You see the, what's, not, not the tiara, the, the, the band. The and sash. The, yeah, sash. <laughs> you see the sash. You see, like, the best friend. You see, like, the one fighting with her boyfriend. <laughs> you already can tell the whole group. They're coming up right. to me. And I'm already like, oh, God, like. <laughs> and it was the the venue was fairly empty so i was like you know what let me be and i was like what's up karen what do you want and she's like oh my god she was like oh my god it's like some so whatever like can you play and i forgot what it was and and there was there it was fairly slow so i played it and i gave her the mic and i'm like hey oh no she was like singing i'm like yeah here you go you want to sing all right sing <laughs> so i gave her the mic i passed the mic over and she was singing whatever and i was like yo i gotta stop being a dick with people like you know like yeah let people have fun let people enjoy it you know like right nobody knows that the song was already played or nobody cares that you it's off key or nobody cares like you know like people just want to have fun people want right. to party and Right, like I even if I'm, I'm of the school of don't play the songs twice, yeah. but at the same time, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? These people weren't here, especially yeah. in Miami and places yeah. with long, long nights, Vegas. Right, you can definitely play stuff. A or you're times. rotating, or you're rotating the room, or like you're playing early, or yeah. I mean, in small rooms, like yo, like you know, you have to, and like if the room flips or if it turns over or whatever, like. You kind of have to play the songs over, you know. Yeah, and then it's not even start if it's like a bottle service spot, you know. That's that's a whole nother right standard that we know. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like you said, you know, we like all kinds of stuff and cheesy yeah. stuff and everything, and play everything. So we kind of have a bigger pool to choose from. And then now with all this music coming back, that because it wasn't it wasn't cool to play stuff from 2010 or 15 before, like five right. years ago. They're yeah, like, "Why no. are you playing this?" That's whack. It's from two years ago, but yeah. now it's like back ten years ago. And I think that people kind of try to push the like nostalgia to bring back because I mean, there's records yeah. in, in that 2010 trap stuff that I've never stopped playing. Like I've never same. Stopped, I never stopped playing Trap Queen. Like Trap Queen, I right. played Trap Queen at probably eighty percent of my gigs. That's you know? funny. It's true. There's like, there's ones or there's ones I forgot when I went back through my old sets. I'm yeah. like, oh man, I got to play all this stuff. Yeah. Like. 
people just want to sing, you know, sing the choruses yeah. and just have fun, like you said. Right. Um, well, yeah, like I mentioned, you know, we did our first interview. So if anyone didn't hear that, you should go back and listen to it. It's from right. July 2020. And, yeah. um, you know, we go through a lot of your history right. and, you know, so many of the dope things you do. And for people that, that didn't listen, I mean, you have a show on, uh, you're on the radio, yep. Globalization. I'm on Globalization every Tuesday with, yeah. um, with my brother DJ Live It Up every Tuesday, 7 p.m. PST, 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Uh, it's called Revolta. We've been doing it for about a year and a half. Dope. And we started the show you know, during the pandemic and it was something that, you know, we've always, we've all done guest mixes on globalization. Right. Shout out to Edwin. Yeah. And the whole team. And it was an opportunity that, that came up, you know, and, and, you know, I always try to push if for DJs that don't know me or people that don't know me, I always try to push culture, DJ forward stuff. And, right. you know, we were trying to figure out what can we do and this and that. And then, you know, the opportunity of the show came along and, and we wanted it to be, you know, a lot of people think that because it's globalization, it's all Latin or all house or all this right. or all that. We want it to be Miami, kind of a Miami-based show where we play 80s, 90s, freestyle, to Glory Stefan, to John Sagada, to obviously Pitbull, to the more current stuff. And, you know, it's been great. We've had a lot of good feedback. And then we've recently started having guests on. And we tell the guests the same thing. Yo, like, don't think it's just this fo format, this genre, this music. Play whatever you think is like Miami ish, right? Or, or like whatever your take on Miami ish. <laughs> yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be all house. So yeah, uh, we've dope. we've had yeah we've had a lot of DJs on. Right now, actually, we're doing a Radical Groove. Shout out to the Radical Groove family from Charlotte. They're doing a takeover all month. Nice. That's one of the things. And then um, I have Mi Radio. With DJ Zaya, which is a podcast. Right, that's your podcast. Yeah. Where you guys just talk about Miami yeah, stuff and, and DJing just like this. Yeah, right? it's 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 very it's pretty much us. It's the eye it's Miami through the eyes of two working DJs. That's right. Like our, our motto. And we've had different Miami people that are not we wanted to stay away from just being a DJ podcast. Yeah. It'd be more Miami. So we've had people involved in the nightlife industry. Right. That are not in the nightlife or you know, we had a promoter that opened up a restaurant. And now he has like seven locations, you know, mm. he started like a healthy, when the health, health craze came around, he started like a healthy Chipotle and then he has like seven or eight locations. Oh, got it. Okay. But he met the guy at the club and, you know, he told this whole story. Um, one of my boys, videographer, you know, he's traveled the world and we had him on and just kind of, we, we always want to show, you know, the struggle and the come up and, and what yeah. everybody does. Uh, and then... What else do I have? I don't know. <laughs> I lose track. You do so much stuff. Well, I mean, well, so when I met you, yeah. uh, well, not when I met you, I met you a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but but when I went and DJed with you, I think it was 2019 That's December, right. Art right. Basel at Wood at Tavern. Wood Tavern. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic starts like two and a half, three months right. later. And so much happened through that time because Wood Tavern was sort of like your spot. Yeah. Like you ran that, you set the tone of the music and the DJs and bringing people in and all that. Right. And it closed right. and it reopened and then it closed again. A lot of stuff happened, so, right? But you ended up then doing things with different places, Dare and different yeah, things. Yeah. And so, so what's the status uh, now? <laughs> currently at Wood, uh, they changed locations. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. What happened is that they closed, and there was issue. There was like a big back and forth with the management, the the um, landlord. There was okay stuff that I'm not too aware of, but they ended right. up moving locations. But now 
it's a whole compound what what um shout out to caesar the owner he's building he has pizza and beer you know sports bar okay it has a deck outside which connects to wood the wood okay. deck right and then he he has two other concepts that he's gonna do behind the same area it's pretty much like half a block and the new wood is you know it's it's kind of like wood 2.0 mm-hmm. you know there's a, we put a big led screen you still have the bleachers you still have the same vibe but the neighborhood's changed a lot you know from 10 years ago to five years ago to three years ago okay you know when what's changed a lot has become extremely touristy it's become extremely you know like there's not a starbucks yet but like i think that's <laughs> gonna be like the the nail in the coffin to like you know not to be an old head or not to be wise. i know what you mean yeah. and like oh like back in my day wood used to be but it had its it had its time and now it's going into something else so yeah i'm actually doing the programming there now oh you are I, I took over the programming and we started a tuesday night a martes uh latin tuesday wednesdays we have girls rule shout out to djl all female lineup every wednesday Dope. thursday it's um y2cast right now so it's like my night which is 2000s throwback stuff and okay we're gonna be tweaking that friday saturday we have a residence shout out to alio maneuvers and sorry maneuvers and Beto, and then alio's on saturday and then sunday's the backyard boogie party that they've had forever okay so we're gonna start doing more stuff i have a few ideas a few party concepts that i want to kind of host you know from we have homies from all over the country that do their own parties and stuff. So eventually we would want to host them in Miami. You know, hey, come over, do a takeover at Wood Tavern. You Such know? a good idea because that's so, the thing now, mm-hmm. really setting up your own brand, mm-hmm. your own party, and bringing that to the table as a right. DJ if you're not a producer, right. even if you are. And uh, I think that's a cool, you know, right way to and way I, to approach it. And I want and I want that to be, you know, I want to have a platform for DJs. You know, hey, you know, it's JQ like homie jq he's like yo we do travesuras in, in la can we do a pop-up or how can we do this in, in miami right let's do it at wood tavern and and you know and i tell every dj that like yo like if you're not if it's not a party if you don't have a podcast or you don't have even putting out mixes every week or whatever you're doing to set yourself apart like do it and if yeah. there's more avenues do it i do them all you know we're right we're both always constantly doing shit and yeah and now you know you can't complain about not getting booked because what are you bringing to the table you know like, right i people are like oh and i'm like well i have the relationships you know that's that's kind of what you don't see that's the back-end relationship people know that you that you know we are good djs we've yeah we get booked maybe we're not booking tables or we're not doing the party or maybe it's this concept or whatever but right djs always have your 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 you know your coin like your worth and yes it's it sucks to, to put it in that way but <laughs> yeah it's it's the truth so so i'm doing that at wood and and you know we're doing a bunch of guest dj we have a bunch of stuff lined up we're doing something for cinco de mayo right now and that's that that's my thursdays fridays i'm at the wharf which is i've been there for a few years and it's an outdoor indoor venue right on the water and it's super open format daytime oh, it's very family friendly you know dog friendly they have it's right on the water it's a big tent and it's all nautical theme you have food trucks and everything but you get a happy hour crowd that merges with the night crowd so you'll have two different shifts of djs i'm there i'll do either or and like i said it's open format anything from j balvin to paramore you know yeah (laughs) i get in my bag and 
and people love it. It's such a diverse crowd. That, that's basically that describes your sets right there. Yeah. Those two songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're bothering and Paramore. Like, you know, so I'm there, and then I'm that's also dope. I'm also at Blackbird on on the weekends. I wrote that place there. is crazy. Yeah, super dope. Same thing. That's very open format too, but that's more party open format yeah open super format. party like you have format. to keep the energy high at the wharf it's a big ass room right yeah. Yeah. yeah you have the inside and the outside the inside room is a little bit more intimate dark low ceiling right and then the outside is just a mass you know of people and and party shit like play yeah fun party shit people dance and party people while out Sundays once a month I'm at Dare. Um, oh, okay. Dare rooftop. I mean, sorry, the Dare pool. Is, and Dare is like, not in Miami, right? It's it's just outside. 20, oh, okay. I mean, for LA, it's nothing. It's like 20, 30 minutes. Right. Out, you know, like it's in Fort Lauderdale, right by the stadium. Okay. Fort and Lauderdale. It's connected to the Hard Rock Hotel, the right. the Guitar Hotel, the Guitar One. Yeah. yeah. That they just redid. They have the day club and the night club. So. You know, all, all the Rockwell DJs, shout out to the team. We're all on there. We rotate Sundays. Nice. Mondays, I chill. Tuesdays, I'm at Blackburn. I do a Tuesday party. Wednesdays, I chill. But those are like the main spots that I'm at. And then I okay. rotate a few spots. Vezasaur, I do that on Sundays too. It's this local brewery. Super chill. That's the gig where I tell like my homies, you know, like daytime. Come they're through. three to seven. Like, yo, man, bring your dog, you know, bring yeah. your homies. Like, it's not going to be kids wilding out. Like, it's right. Like, friendly shit. And then traveling. I've been I've been traveling a lot. Um, I was in San Diego recently. I went to Nicaragua for spring break. I just did that. Nice. Where did you play in San Diego? In San Diego, I did a chingon oh, okay. uh, and sidebar. Nice. So, you know, fun. Shout out yeah, to Kevin, dope. the roster, Hell the yeah. whole team out there. I did that. I also did, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. Be- Beatnik got me in the spot. El Dorado, I think it was. Eldorado. In Chicago? No, in 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 San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. I think I, yeah, I did a spot. It was super fun. Okay. Um, what up, beat Nick? Yeah. Then <laughs> I'm I'm lining up a bunch of stuff. I'll be back here. I'll be back here in the summer. In I'll be here at Mom's Bar. Oh, cool. I'm doing okay Mom's with Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova. Yeah. He, he hit me up for that. I got some other stuff that I'll be here for that. That's cool. And then beyond the music is the week, the week after. Let's go, June, so, Beyond the Music. Yeah. Have you guys heard about this? Yeah. We're all going to be out there. Let's go. <laughs> I think yeah. that that's where me and you really connected. connected uh, right. We right. met in Miami during Winter Music. Right. You showed me this picture you have yeah, of us. Well, yeah. That was a long time ago. Like, but we really got to connect and like talk at Beyond yeah. the Music. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many people I met there that I got to talk to and really get to know. And even JQ, I got to hear right. him DJ for real there. Right. You know, and... Um, I probably wouldn't have heard him DJ, you know, if not. And uh, I finally, I went to go see him last week um, at his party. And I want to get him on here and talk about his perspective. And, you know, he was telling me he's 28 years old. So it it played into the whole age thing as Mm -hmm. well with 10 years ago, he's 18, you know, and the pandemics lasted two and a half, three years, you know, two and a half years, I guess, at this point. So think of you know a lot of those people are younger and and just to hear his perspective on it and then the latin parties and all these things that i don't even know that much know about that. i went to his party and i'm like shazamming right, like right. non-stop on. Just leave it on. oh i just had it on auto at that point right. and i'm like you know and his friends are like you think you could dj a party like this You're i'm right. like no <laughs> well eventually yeah, maybe <laughs> let me prep um but yeah beyond the music i, I it's just it was Dude, great. I'm so glad we get to I do it again people, this year. I tell people when it came out, I was like, yo, not just because I'm, you know, the DJ City. Exactly. Miami it's not rep. just because we're part it's of this. We're, you, know, you know, we're employed by I the swear. company. Yo, like, 
this is probably one of the biggest investments you can do for your career. Yeah. Like if you're moving, if you're social, if you're on social media, if you're moving on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever it is, if you're putting out edits, remixes, whatever pool, whoever you work for, go to this because this yeah. will put a face and a character right. to the DJ name. And you can get to know each other personally. Person. Like I yeah. rode up in the car with Pedram, who's yeah. the booking person, you know, for Tao and all that stuff. And yeah. like just being able to meet and talk and realize, oh shit, we actually have a lot in common. We yeah. get along, like, and we like each other, you know. And then I met all these other DJs yeah. that, like, I hadn't known or or booking people or right. you know whatever. And I learned a lot. Like, I moderated a panel called "Breaking Out of the Bedroom," and I learned a lot from it yeah, just from asking really. questions like this, you know. And uh, no, it's really, definitely, it's definitely you know like yeah. You know, it's now, you don't have the three style. You don't have, you know, right. if you're not a three style guy or a goldie guy or like, if you're just a working DJ, like, yo, go to these things. But they had Z Trip talking about mental health. They had yeah. people talking about taxes mm -hmm. and like all types of things that, um, right. And it's, yeah, it's like you said, are interesting. it's not just about bookings and things that matter to us. And, and it's, yeah, it's good. Like if you're invested in, in the DJ world, it's definitely a must, you know? I know. I saw some people last night at um, this event that uh, Cheap Shot was throwing. Uh, shout to Cheap Shot. But they were like, I'm going out. I'm bringing my wife and kid. And I was like, oh, it's like that? Yeah, so wow. I, I don't know. I might do that too. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's supposed to be a dope spot. Right, right. I know. I love how they do the, the I love how they do a resort that's out. Cause, yeah. Because they know that we're going to find a way. Like, yo, they can do, they can do, they can do this in like Wyoming. Right. And we'll still find like, oh, there's a bar. 10 minutes away and Danny West knows the DJ. We're going to go right now. Yeah. You know, like, I know we're going to take over Scottsdale or Phoenix. Real. I don't know how close it is, yeah. but, but it's definitely, it's going to be a good, a good trip. So yeah. Dope. All right. So, so yeah, I have that. got that coming up. I'm trying to think I'm supposed to go to Alaska. Wow. Yeah. I'm working on that. I've never been there. Yeah. I went when I was a kid and when I was in the military, I went, but I've never gone to DJ, um, Shout out to DJ Beto. He's for he's from out there and oh. and Gree Gree who's who's he goes to Vegas a lot. I know he was just in the West Coast, and over there they're like, "Yo, bro, like you would crush it here." They're like stuck in time, like right nineties two thousand shit. I'm like, dude, I'm perfect. All right, like like if the throwback shit is still current shit, like, yeah, even better, you know. So yeah, that'd but, be fun. I'd love to go up there sometime. Yeah, so I'm trying to just trying to book a lot of stuff like that Dope. where it's, it's a workation and. You know, same thing. I've, I've throughout the pandemic, I really took my time to like be out there and be in people's faces, as in putting out edits. I started. That's when I started my Patreon, which I still have. Oh, so you still have that going? I still have, still have it going. I still put up stuff, uh, like sporadically. I don't, I don't do it weekly, like I, like I once did. But right. if I put something up, it's something that I've been using and it works. And how right. has that been for you? Like, um, do you feel stressed out having to like put things for the, the I patrons? Tell people, I tell or people, do you like, yeah. you know, I always work? tell people, look, like, first of all, all my shit is on there. There's probably about, I don't know, like 4,000 edits. So like when you first yeah. join, there's a back, like, <laughs> the, yeah, the first, the first, when you first join the, the pin post yeah. is like, Hey, this is my back catalog from 2009 <laughs> to 2019. Wow. Yeah. So like start with that and there's a lot of outdated stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you probably won't play, but there's going to be gems. Yeah. And after that, it's like, you know, I just did a, I did a A, B, C, D, E, F, U into, I don't fuck with you. I know there's like, <laughs> I've seen multiple versions, but I did my version of it. Nice. Um, same thing with like the, the Jack Harlow glamorous, you know, transition, yeah. like stuff like that. That's like, you could do it live, but you know, 
it's a lot of stuff for for younger DJs that don't even know or like or, or I'll do like a Latin pack. Like, yo, these are the top five Latin songs. Instead right. of like, yo, what are you doing? Or what are, dude, what are you playing? I'm like, boom, yeah. here's this Latin pack. Now, Jack Harlow's funny because it actually plays into exactly what we're saying where it's like he samples a Black Eyed Peas yeah. or, you know, Fergie song and everyone, like, so nostalgic. It's like yeah. funny to see, like, I had this thought the other day just going through music that I'm like, in 2022, we are nostalgic over Fergie. Yeah. Like, at, yeah. if you only were there when Fergie came out, everyone was hating Maybe. a lot. You know, they're like, why would she be here? Why is she part of the group? Who is she? That's She's the worst. Short. And now people are like, oh, man, remember the days? You know, right. it's like the nostalgic Fergie days. I'm like, yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah, that would ever was ever writing for Fergie. No. And no now. Ever writing for Fergie. You know no, I mean? no, no, no. Even, right? even me, that I was, I was still like, I was like, like, I only, yo, I loved Glamorous when it first came out because it meant something to me because that was one of the songs that was hot when I came back from deployment. I was in Afghanistan. Okay. 2007. Oh, wow. We got to get into all yeah, that. We'll, we'll get into the military stuff. So, like, I was the, I got back from Afghanistan and, like, it's literally like getting out of prison, you know? Like, you come oh back God, to reality sure. yeah. and you're like, oh, like, and this is pre-social media. So, I wasn't on the internet over there. Right. I had a laptop. I had, like, a bootleg-ass, like, gateway laptop back then. And right. I had my DJ, I had, like, audacity in there and i had other stuff but when i came back i wasn't tapped into the new music and that was out i think good life was out too so like that summer to me was like insane right but i wasn't writing for fergie on like uh on anything else i'm like i know clumsy or yeah you know, like i play them and now they're fun <laughs> but like i wasn't like yo clumsy's my shit you know no, i know like, that's but. so funny so um so oh yeah, we, dope and so how much do you charge like or I how have, does that work i out? have a five dollar plan and a ten dollar plan okay and five dollar plan is is you know basic but then like you know at least once or twice a month i'll put like a little ten dollar like for the pitbull daddy yankee hot that song that just came out i did a whole pack where you know i did short intro i did like a pit only or like this right and then i made a bootleg with um plastic funk who okay dope so you know they were in key whatever and then you actually hear the who right before the song hits so you're like yo like i'm like oh let me make this <laughs> so that stuff like that i'll make like little edits like that five or ten bucks and so it seems worth it for you to do it right and put the time younger in. djs and yo like i'll say it out there like I, I there's guys that like like uh sign up cancel it and then go back right which i'm cool you know like cool, yeah. you come you come back like you know that i'm not posting that much but you know come back yeah so yeah i have that's another thing that i have you know like i mentioned dj city rep and yeah and then sleep when i can you know oh you sleep <laughs> <laughs> or try to wow what's wrong with you try to you know uh, yeah i've been trying to get up to that seven to eight hour zone but i right, can never do it right now i mean i don't have kids um i have a girl but i'm not married and i don't have any like dogs but like right <laughs> now i'm i'm trying to get on my like 7 30 a.m shit like uh, oh yeah to wake up to wake Ugh, up. it's so hard it's, I know. it's insane it's insane but i'm getting there to where it's like all right i can do it right like, even on days i don't i go out yeah it's tough it. that's good yeah. um well one thing i want to ask about that um you were talking about was the, when you're doing the programming for mm -hmm. like for example wood yeah and you're saying that um you may you know you're bringing in parties or you have these different nights what what's been working like just you know for this day and age well, 2022 I like mean, it, it throwing mean, nights at clubs yeah. what gets people in there besides booking a ticketed dj because you're doing these parties and that's, stuff 
that's kind of where I'm at right now. And it's actually like the same thing that I asked myself. And I've had this conversation okay. with, with many DJs. Cause like we were talking out and I, and I'll be very transparent. Like, you know, to book a certain DJ, um, it's not going to be a draw. Right. Like, like to book a top tier DJ. I mean, first of all, we're not booking EDM guys to book. Right. Like a Red Bull style DJ is not a crazy draw. So you have to find concepts, you know, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Like to right. do a party, like people might be more drawn drawn towards a Y two K party than even a dope DJ that's known for right. playing the Y two K. So you know? the thing that I see is, all right, you're gonna do a party. Let's say Y two, like that. That actually, we're gonna switch it. We're we're working on another concept, but okay. to have a party, we're gonna use a Y two K. It's like, all right, Y two K. You want all your aesthetics to look cool yeah like people are so tapped into instagram like you want to put a little teaser flyer you know like a sidekick you know like a hot girl on her sidekick or like you know whatever something 2k-ish that's like dream cast yeah (laughs) yeah like whatever aesthetic and kind of build a promo from it you know have the right right people around it have the right people working with you and then once you build the right promo you know find sponsors or find any kind of cross promotion that you can do you know like yeah and and there's ton of seltzers out, you know, like hard yeah. seltzers. There's anything and everything. Like if you move around and if you're busy and working enough, you're gonna connect with. Hey, this is my friend. He's you know they just started a brand or yeah. they have this t-shirt company and like try to find ways to incorporate everything into your party so that way the people that you're bringing in are also helping with your promotion. Yeah. So if you do. Y2K on a Saturday. We're going to do Y2K barbecue. All right, cool. Let me get Don Julio involved. We'll do a Don Julio margarita and name it after that. So you have certain shots, certain drinks. Oh, they serve food. All right, let's do this theme, this or theme that. And you build the whole party, the whole concept around that. And people see it like, oh, cool. All right. You know, the Y2K party, I know that they play this. They give out free shirts or they give out fucking yo-yo. They give out Tamaguchi's or (laughs) some wild concept. And I think to me, that's the draw now. Yeah. You know, and then you build your content. You build your content from the party right. while you're doing the party. You know, you have the person filming, the people drinking, coming in. Have to have somebody collecting content and be quick with it. Have a quick turnaround. Like, yo, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, thank you. Here's a reel. Boom. Yeah. Like, and and I to me, I think that's crucial right now. Right. So if somebody comes up to me and like, hey, look, we're doing this and this and this, you're doing most of the job for the venue. You know, you're doing yeah. a lot of things and you, you, you kind of have to, that's, 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 that's what's setting you apart. You know, you want to be old and grumpy and complain on Twitter. You can, or you can <laughs> come up with, with concepts and shit like that. And yeah, and there's different ways, different, you know, and it's everybody post pandemic is trying to figure it out. Right. And I think that just booking a DJ and doing this is, is not, not there because people don't really want to go out anymore. It's changed. We talked about it before we were recording, like things are different. And I think that a lot of most humans don't want things to change. You know, we're, we're, we're creatures of habit in a way and we like the way things are. And you've seen it through DJing. I mean, through the past 20, 30 years of like, I don't want to use this digital thing. I don't use a system. I don't use CDJ. I don't want, I shouldn't have to post a flyer. I don't want to have to do every, Everything they didn't want to do, now we're expected to, to do. do. So yeah, lean into more. it and and maybe you take over and and set the 
the pace of what needs to ha- happen. Yeah, you, you know what to, I mean? You have to accept so it. So you don't feel like that. Yeah, you have to accept it. And something I've said, like, I realized this pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic is when I was, like, very vocal about it. Yeah. If a DJ is doing something that's corny, that's cheesy, that you're like, man, what the fuck? You're not his target audience. That's it. Yeah. He's not geared. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't care if you think that whatever the fuck he's posting is cool. No. Right. His target audience is whoever he's trying to, whatever promoter he's trying to shoot for, whatever yeah, audience. Right. Like, I don't want to make money off my friends. I say this shit all the time. I don't want, I want randoms right. to find me, discover me, come across and follow me. And I'm not trying to hunt my friends on every weekend and come to my gigs. Like, right. Th- that is a funny thing. I feel like that's something that's on all the social media sites that like, Yo, your friend has time to post yeah. about Kim Kardashian, yeah. Yeah. but not buy a sandwich from your right. business. Right. When it's like, <laughs> yes, you're right. I get it. Yeah. But if your business is only sustainable because by taking money from your friends, I don't think it's a great business if yeah. you really think about it. Like, yes, you need them in the beginning. You need them to help. Your friend will repost Beyonce's birthday, but won't. But yeah. not come to your, right, right. you know, spa or like whatever yeah. like place you've set up. It's like, yo- I'll come, I'll yeah. go support my friends' places and I'll post about them and yeah. I'll buy something there. But you can't depend on mm-hmm. me to come all the time. You need the actual public and the world. And like you said, yeah. not me. Like the people you're, like the yeah. real world, the normal people that are going to come do it. And yes, I will help you jumpstart it and I'll be there for you and I'll right. support all the time. Right. Um, and your friends should do that. But if you're getting to the point where you, you're depending on them for everything. And that's why I see people start parties like, it was packed the first couple times, then yeah. nobody's coming. Because yeah. you're only depending on and your, your friends. friends. Yeah. And there's only so much your friends are should be expected to do and that you would do for other people exactly. if you really put yourself in that exactly. position, and right? You gotta think, and you got to think outside the box, too. Because, yes. like, like, yo, we're not, I'm not 21 years old. I don't think like a 21-year-old. Like, yo, like nobody wants to see. Right. Like a thirty something, forty something. Like I mean, it's, it's not that nobody wants to see it. It's, that's not <laughs> the the point, a selling point. You know, like a random nineteen, twenty year old, a random twenty two year old girl going into a club wants good music. They don't care that it's you know, right? DJ A, B, or C. Like yeah, build build a good concept around it, and build a good theory. And like a venue will be way more interested in working with you and booking with you. And you know, take the risk. Like take the risk of all right, fuck. Let's try it out. And if it didn't work, if it worked for the first two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and then you got cut, you know, realize what you did wrong and then switch it and try again. Yeah. You know, this nightlife doesn't go anywhere. This shit's not going anywhere. And like, right. It evolves. It changes. Like, yeah. So. And you can go above and beyond without feeling like you're being taken advantage of. Like, I feel like there's a thing of like, no, you shouldn't have to post flyers or that's your job. Do a thing. Like, yeah. okay. Things are evolving, like you said. Yeah. Just if you had a job not as a DJ in another industry, would you only do the base amount of work? And then if they ask you to do anything else, you get super mad. Like, yeah. yes, of course it's reasonable. If they're asking you to do way too much shit that's not yours, yeah. then that's crazy. But, you know, just like anything else, you, DJs, life, DJ, you get out what yeah. you put in. Yeah. And I think I say this in every single podcast. DJs are like, the worst people ever and the best people ever. Like, yes. I hate. I They're the laziest can't. and hardest working say, at the yeah, same time. It's weird. That's insane. You just said it. They're the laziest slash hardworking. Like, we want shit on our I doorstep do, waiting guilty, for us. Believe me, I'm very me too. fucking guilty. I'll <laughs> I get do, it. I'll bust my ass for this and this and this and this and this and I'll do it. And I'll be like, hey, how come this and this and this didn't happen? It's like, well, it was, <laughs> it's out of your control. It's, it's true. out of your hand. And like, yeah. you know, I'll keep saying it. That, 
just keep doing everything that you can and everybody then you realize everybody's trying to figure out at the same time like, yeah you know and like i said relationships and i was bringing up because you're like man like i'm doing everything and this and this and that but does the do you know the manager like do you know have you yeah. do you have any contact with the bar do you have any relationships right. with anybody like are you that cool that you just show up and dj and you expect your bottle in there and like no bro like talk to the bartender yeah like you know when you talk to the bartender then you post your party tag them they might not repost but at least they know right you know like like do it like it's it's it's, it's true i think there's so many angles of djing that people and you know pre-edm like when becoming a dj became that like so many djs still think that way and you know the humblest djs are are the ones getting the furthest or doing the most and yeah it's it's that kind of attitude when you're like oh because i posted the flyer like no i'm where i don't want to post right it. Post it or like it, you know? i don't want to have to go play these places where people want to hear this song or they say this to me yeah. or whatever so then it's like okay well then throw your own party no i don't have to throw my own party and do a thing that's a venues thing like okay then what are you gonna do yeah, you know you what i mean you have the ability right now to build an all reggae party, if that's mm. what you love to play. You could do that, you yeah. know? Like, And you really have even a bigger footprint now through Twitch and social media and ways to grow it. So it's going to take some work, but put yeah. some work in that. Or you have the ability to go play all these bottle service places where they tell you what to do, but you could be puppet, cool with that right. too. And whatever you want, yeah, and it, you know, and is, it, is, a, is attainable. You mm -hmm. just have to figure out the angles and put in the work and be willing to fall down and get back up. And I also think, I also think this is, it, you know, you said something very, very that, that I also think that you do have to do that. You know, you do have to go do the bottle service, at least try it or yeah. at least attempt. Or if it's not a bottle service thing, like something that is hot, like, like DJing is such a well-rounded career that like, and I'm frank, I, I, I do not sugarcoat shit. I'll do gigs that don't pay as good. But if I know it's going to get me somewhere, yeah. if I know the relationship is there and I know that it's, it's, it's a vice versa, like there's gigs that don't pay well, but it's a good look. There's right. gigs that pay very well that you'll never know that I did. Yeah. And there's gigs that I do that you think I'm getting a lot of money, but I'm doing this because of this favor and this and this. hundred percent. Like, yes. you know, it's not, it's not all glitz and glamour. And then like at the same time, you know, if you're doing those gigs, don't be mad that you can't do these other gigs because yeah. you're that's the look and 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 the feel that you're going for. right and the whole money thing like even you know i had politic on and they we posted this clip and everyone was like reposting and talking about it like djs need to get paid more and mm -hmm. and, and i and i do think that but i guess things can get taken out of context a little bit where it gets so crazy on twitter and on instagram yeah. and on social media with like like yo, I got asked to do this thing for free. Yeah. There's no way I would do that. And it's like, yes, don't do things for free yeah. and don't yeah. undercut people and don't right. rip people off. But also there's a reasonable side to yeah. everything. And like also everyone's time is worth a different amount of money, mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. You yeah. know what I mean? So Tiesto's time is going to be worth a way different amount of time than someone that's DJing a restaurant gig or whatever. And like... I've done things that will have led to stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like Same. if I wouldn't have entered the BPM magazine contest, right. 
They didn't pay me to do yeah, that. Yeah. I saw an ad in a magazine. Yes, I'd been DJing for like 10 years at that point. I got paid to DJ. I did other yeah. things, but I go, this looks like a dope opportunity and something I want to do. I'm going to spend a bunch of time on this just because I want to and yeah. send it in. I didn't like invoice them after like, yo, this is my time, bro. Pay me for the, even if you didn't pick me, like... No, I put in the work and it led to life-changing things. And yes, I don't think you should undercut people and do things for free, but you should realize that you do have to put the work in yeah. and and anything you want in your life, you got to go put the work in and build the foundation. Yeah, and it's 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 like I just like again, DJs are like such shitheads that like <laughs> Right, it's such a just like, It's just black and oh, white. They want I, it to be black I, and white. Yeah. Oh, you know? I'm going to do this and like yo like how much you get paid it's like and, it's, and the other thing i always i'm all i'm very big on creating your own lane and this and i'm like yo like yeah look for a while guys only want to do bottle service and if you weren't doing the big crowd or whatever no bro like right. i love you know what i love like yeah i love store like store events i mean if, if the bag is good i love store events or like launches anything yeah. where i can talk to somebody yeah if it's a gig that i'm djing and his old lady comes and talks to me and I can have a conversation with her. Yeah. I love that. You know why? Because I'm at a gig. If I'm taking that gig and I know that I'm in that position, yeah. everybody in there is going to be some kind of important. Like I did a, make right. a I did a make a wish foundation and like, you know, it wasn't a crazy pay, but everybody that I talked to got my business card and some, you know, one person hit me back and that led yeah. to something else. Like yep. these gigs where you can actually, y'all want to be spraying CO2 and all this shit. Nobody can fucking talk to you. You, know, you can't even, Pass out your fucking business card to a sticker to nobody, you know? Like right. these little gig intimate settings, that's where you can fucking really make your money and really make your shit where it's like, oh, cool. I talked to the president of, you know, Sony Music and they want to book yeah. me for this or the guy from Tidal or the guy from Sony or the guy from, you know, Spotify. Yeah. These gigs, that's like where I'm trying to like venture more in, you know, and that's the realm where you are communicating with somebody where if you haven't, worked on your brand or if you don't look good or whatever you haven't like that's where all that shit comes into play yeah not how good you can cut not how good you can fucking whatever the fuck like yeah not nah, like it's true if you do those gigs make sure you look good too you know i'm always like look when i say look good not just in person just in, on paper you know? yeah it's, it's always to me it's crucial crucial yeah it's true so, that's that's so interesting. We hit on so many points with yeah. that. But yeah, I just wanted to see kind of your perspective from someone that's a DJ but also programming yeah. and what's working for you, what's not working for you, you and know, think, so that's interesting. Yeah, I've, I've had DJs be like, oh, well, what are this and that? And to me, it's it's like everything. You, what, are you, what, what are you bringing to the table? Like what's your, like I'm a good DJ, but you know what? I don't bring crazy shit to the table. Like I said, my relationships are kind of what I bring because they know that I'm reliable. I know... They yeah. know they can trust me and they know that I fucking do what I do, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, true. Um, and so, so, you know, we, um, like, like what, I guess what's different about just Miami DJing now after the pandemic and coming back? So. We touched on it somewhat, yeah, but is there I any think, other differences? I think that, you know what, like going back to like the locals not going out as much. Yeah. I think that Miami's become a very, just, this is when the rest of the country was kind of shut down like miami's become a very very touristy hub city of like yeah people just come and like 
that's why it's kind of hard. A lot of people have moved there oh, too. I had right. Anthony, uh, shout to Anthony, who uh, helps us with this podcast, mm-hmm. does many things, um, and from BeatSource. But he uh, wrote me a question for you that was said a lot of people moved to Miami right. in recent years. Is Miami the future? Uh, you know, well, but I noticed like the crypto stuff, yeah, the tech huge. people, yeah. like so many things are moving to Miami that are different and there's different areas. Like when I used to be younger, we would just go to South beach, yeah. you know, and it's all different. So yeah. Um, it definitely to add that in the it question. Definitely, it definitely is. You know, what's crazy to me that like Miami is a very small market. People yeah. think it's huge. People think that there's like a million clubs. Like, no, there's first, only a few. There's right? only like a handful of clubs and also the club, only a few mega clubs and mega then clubs. a few other Bottle service and ones. and this is the thing. Like let's let's break it down from top to bottom. Yeah, you have your ticket selling clubs like Eleven Living Story. Right. Those are your top three. I don't consider those clubs. I don't. They're not. Hey, let's go to the club. It's like hey, Tiesto's here and so and so has a table or hey, you know, right, whatever. Yeah, that's going on for Cascade. that. Cascade. It's exactly. gonna be somebody big. Tic- ticket selling like, but a regular Miami twenty two twenty three year old is not yeah. gonna be like yo. Let's go to live. Right, that that's that ship to sail a long time ago. In the Winwood district, you have in the Winwood area, you have yeah clubs, but they're kind of outdoors, but they're not considered. I don't know. I don't consider them like an exclusive club. Like you remember walking into a club and being like, "Yo, this is like nice, like leather couches, like right, uh, like, like I made it in." Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, but but it's also because that that thing has changed. So from under that, you have a few bottle service lounges that are ran by the same people komodo swan places like that that are a little bit more intimate Mm -hmm. and after that you have your more club is like the place like la otra mad pilo centro and those are local clubs like local and they're very latin based you know Mm -hmm. reggaeton top 40 like whatever's hot rap just whatever's hot but the local scene is very reggaeton land based, but then yeah. you have mad New York people, mad True. random out of towners that they want more of the open format stuff. And you have, like you said, the crypto, cryptos, like a lot of crypto shit's always going down. Right. A lot of tech people have come out. Have you gotten paid in crypto yet? Yeah. <laughs> but I've done parties for like the crypto nerds and they're like, would you accept it? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it why not but i would i would catch i'm not i'm not no i know but yeah. i wonder what yeah yeah but depends I w- what kind they're what paying kind, you exactly, in exactly. don't pay me in fucking don't pay me in safe moon but pay right, me in like right. uh ethereum bitcoin like the ones the ones that are up there yeah but that crowd is there maybe the ape coin yeah <laughs> some shit some shit that i know is sustainable right so that crowd is there and so the locals go to those spots but a lot of the spots that that we do are like kind of new tourists like mm-hmm. i see it i see like like in blackbird in the wharf you see these people like you see the random new yorkers that look mad uncomfortable or like mad awkward <laughs> but there's other there's a lot of things coming to miami like they just opened a bottle blonde oh really yeah. they're opening those everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. wow and there's other kind of concepts other restaurants there's other new york restaurants coming in with other concepts so like I feel like there is in the next five years, three to five years, it's going to be a whole different scene because yeah. Wynwood, Wynwood has kind of plateaued to me. Wynwood's pretty much dead, like in the sense of something new. Yeah. You know, like even wood has changed. Like, you know, we kind of updated the format a little bit. It's a little bit more, more, 
pop generic what people have like not so old school throwback yeah more of like hey play party shit you know you can't play the new shit like you never couldn't but keep the party going for your random crowd that's right there and there's a lot of random 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 crowd that's right. that's how i see kind of like vegas yeah but they're not as lit as vegas they don't come with that that like they're not at like a yeah. seven out of ten no vegas six. is like that's what i'm saying we're coming to party yeah in miami it's like yo we're out here like they're on a six to seven in vegas are like seven to nine like yo like we're fucking out here you know like right so yeah, even like a Tao, like I was, I mean, that club's over 15 years old yeah. and it's still just slam, people ready to go, just party crazy. And that doesn't really exist in any other city. Yeah. And, and Miami. A club that, of that, or, or in, whole, you know, age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For something that's 15 years old, like, but in Miami it's changed and, and I'm trying to see where it's going to go. Like there's a, there's a big boom with house music, like house yeah. music is everywhere, everywhere, right? Everywhere. Especially Miami, but, I feel like, cause that has always been there it's, always, in a it's way. always been there and now it's more like i'm playing more house music and then yeah because like, house music in a way is meshing with mainstream right now mm -hmm. it's funny i've been noticing that a lot of the house djs are getting booked for things that used to be open format kind of gigs and they're playing pop type stuff and they're putting these acapellas over their house tracks to try to be more accessible to those crowds because yeah. they're not getting their like rave crowd you know and then they'll go do a festival and they can yeah, play that but yeah, it's different. I don't get it. I mean, and th this is super left, and you know, I talk about it all the time, and it it kind of goes with yeah, with what we're what we've been speaking about DJs being like, look at somebody, and no disrespect to anybody, I'm going to name right, but look at guys like like Afrojack and Chucky. Like, can you name a song that they've put out in the last ten years? Like, no, no, but no offense, guys, no offense, but yes, but they're <laughs> they're they do put out music. They're but they're a brand they're booked for the experience and people know them for that. Like, right. Take that DJs, take that as an example. Like, you know, it used to be over. Oh, I'm going to go hear Afrojack play, take over control. Now it's like, yo, I'm going to hear him go like whoever goes see him. They go see him for him. Like, yeah, just like a big party. Like I saw you did the opening of Tao beach, the new Tao beach. And it's like, it's he hasn't had a song forever, but it's still packed and, and crazy. And he knows he what knows to do. Thing and he's built it. So like, yeah, the, if, if he's still doing it, as irrelevant as some people could think that EDM DJs are, like, mm -hmm. oh, he's still working. Chuck yeah. is still fucking working. You know? Yeah. These guys are still getting work. So true. find a way to, 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 to kind of pivot around that. I do this all the time where I get sidetracked, but. No, it's all good. In, in, in Miami, there's other businesses. There's a lot of tech stuff coming. So, because I feel like Miami's very behind on stuff, like, with when it comes to, like, shit like fashion or trends or, like. American, not <laughs> right. American, like U.S. stuff. I know so you Latin. Mean. It's yeah. so Latin, like it's so Latin that it's kind of like conflicting with like, like food, food, like yo, like whatever's trendy. Like when ramen became kind of trendy, or like but yeah. yeah, like it took a while. Like it took a yeah. while for those kind of food trends. Like Miami's not a food city. Yeah, Miami's, you you can have the best Latin food, but you know, true. There, I think they just opened the first Michelin, or like there's no Michelin restaurants, or like. There's no caliber of that, and, and yeah. a lot of those like they just open, yeah they just opened something and Benny's are coming down from New York that have that kind of you know like major food group that own Carbone and all these things. Oh, okay, I know they're opening stuff and and other people that are have nightlife stuff. So it's definitely gonna change. It's gonna keep changing, and I just tell my homies like, yo, like just be ready and like yeah you know ready to adapt i know maybe the crypto people are gonna create some metaverse real life combo parties <laughs> Yo, i've dj for a few crypto like parties and i don't know this is different <laughs> this is different like 
do they party harder or uh, no? They they're more they, like they have reserved. they have an on they have an off and on switch. I feel like right. I feel like it's like yo like. Well, they also want to talk to each other about it, like yeah, the coins and yeah. the NFTs yeah, and, and all the whales this stuff. and like and the whales. Yeah, the whales. Like, Need the whales in there. <laughs> so, but the ones that I've done are like super chill. You know, they're talking whatever, and then like I guess when the liquor hits, they're just like right, like raging, raging, and I'm like. All right, I didn't expect to go from zero to 100. Well, we know that they go crazy when they watch the chart turn green and go yeah. up. So maybe someone needs to make that graphic for the LED. For <laughs> it's like, we're going up. The chart's going up. Bitcoin. Oh, we're at 40,000. I, I just did. I'll show you to them later. I just did a bunch of visuals with my head. Like that's I'm using that as like my promo. I did one where it's like the DVD, like the old school DVD screensaver. Yeah, it's like my head. I did a pong one. That's hilarious. So I'm gonna do one now that you told me, with like the crypto chart. Yeah, my head is (laughs) like the arrow and it's going up. You know, like goes with the music. Goes with the music. Oh shit! I'll do one at 128. Like (laughs) slowly going up. That's amazing. Yeah, but cryptos. Who would have thought? You know, three years ago, four or five years ago, that oh. the crypto guys were gonna be. I wish I would have known. Right, I think everybody <laughs> did. Then I probably own a, a a penthouse in Miami too. <laughs> yeah. Get a board ape last year. Um, that's crazy. Well, so something else you mentioned was being in Afghanistan, yeah. being in the military, yeah. and um, you know that was I mentioned JQ earlier, and right. I had I had had a long talk with him about it, and heard about his time in the military coming back out and and getting into djing and it was so interesting i want to have him on here to talk about that sometime but he's a man what about your um so experience you know i can't imagine being in afghanistan not a lot of djs probably yeah i joined when i was young like so i grew up in nicaragua i'll i'll tell the short compressed version i was born in miami grew up in nicaragua my parents were separating like okay. during right before i was born so i was born over there mm-hmm. raised in nicaragua i spent all my summers in miami and growing up as a kid i love music i grew up watching mtv like i was obsessed obsessed with watching mtv and like obsessed with music period right. and i wanted to and growing up i wanted to do two things i don't know why i love the military like it was a thing that i interesting i always yeah. just kind of like kind of like certain things but i'm not like a gun person i don't own a gun or, or but I've always liked it, and I told myself I want to be a DJ and I want to be in the military. Like th- when I was a kid, like wow. the only two things I've ever wanted to do in my life. Crazy. So I hated high school, and I wanted to leave Nicaragua. So I knew I was going to join the military. Yeah, I was going to be a marine, this and that. And like my f- best friend's dad was in the air force, and he's like, "Yo, like you're pretty smart. Like join the air force instead. Like co- like the living is way better." Which thank God I did. Really? So I joined the Air Force. Um, Can you I, fly a plane? No, I had a oh. I had a, a desktop. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I had I was a signals intelligence analyst, and I just sat on a computer, did a bunch of stuff, and I started DJing before I joined, just as a hobby. And it was like I had everything. I you know I had my turntables in my in my dorm, and then when I moved out, I had them. And when I had been in for four or five years, I was like. I was 23, 24. I was good and boom. I got, I was single and I always like, I was one of those guys that joined the military to like travel. I'm like, I'm right. going to travel the world. Yeah. And I was stationed in Texas for six years, you know? <laughs> so I oh did, I got hit up to deploy and I was like, perfect. I'm like, I can do it. Like, but when I, right before I left, I kind of started to, to party a little bit more and like get more into DJing and like get more into the scene. This mm-hmm. is when Serato 
was kind of becoming more popular and more 2006 more people were using it so i was like yo like maybe i should get that serato thing that everybody's using and i can just not play my records and when i was in afghanistan i was it kind of hit me i was like yo like i love to dj i love this and like i know i can do it better than a lot of these other guys or i know that yeah. like i can rock you know i was because i had been djing a few years five six years as a bedroom dj and i knew i was the the angry bedroom dj behind you know like mean mug and the guy like fuck you know he could <laughs> i could have been doing this and you know if nothing wrong with being i think we've all been that person right you know as a dj you should be competitive you should always put yourself in you should always think that you are the best yeah. dj that you are so when i was there in afghanistan like i was like yo and i i remember i got i got an app for, it wasn't virtual dj it was like something else that i would kind of like fuck with right and when i came back i was like yo i really gotta kind of put my head to this and and Amazing. i knew i wanted to get out the military and i started shifting all my focus into that i was going to school i was in the military i had a girlfriend and i was trying to like figure everything out so when djs tell me that they don't have time for shit like yeah i'm, I'm like yo like i literally there was a time when i didn't have time for shit right and it was it was just a different experience and i still i still you know i'm very tapped in with the military and i always talk about it that I did a I did a festival for USAA in El Paso. Oh, dope! Yeah, it was me and a bunch of country artists. I opened that up, and I always talk about it in every platform that I'm in. Uh, my dream gig, like the only gig that I've ever wanted to do that I've never done, is to DJ for the USO. Oh wow! Like I want to travel with the USO, like go to bases, deploy with the USO, and like um, you know if it's with an artist or with a cheerleader, they send like random like people so yeah i've always wanted to do that and and you know there there was a military dj network on on facebook and instagram but it's a lot of djs that are just more hobby djs people yeah. that are kind of disconnected and, yeah and then i put jq on but being in the military was to me was a crazy experience and i was young i was from when i was 18 to 24 and it's a foundation to you know it's the foundation to the way i am now you know a lot of people right. say I'm, I'm a dick or i'm an asshole but i'm <laughs> i'm about my shit you know like yeah i like to be on time i like to do things right and i've learned from my mistakes and the military taught me a lot that like you know like you have you need a good foundation you need to be about your shit you know and a lot of djs forget that because we party so much or we're drinking or there's this yeah. and that no it's true yeah <laughs> it the set, social it said it set me straight and it got me really thinking and when I got out, I was already DJing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I got a job doing what I was doing as in the military as a civilian. Right. But something happened with the job, and I, I kind of hit a wall. Like I was like, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to work. Like I'm already making the same amount of money, and I wasn't making shit back then. Right. So I left my job, and I, that's the first time I decided to, like, you know, let go just go for just it go yeah. for it and it went great it went it went it went super great nice. and and it was it was different but like being in the military and there's things that i tell jq and i tell like other homies that like we can kind of talk to each other about it you know we we relate and yeah it's 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 crazy because the people that are in the military are not you know they're not tuned in like we are like tuned in to the music and everything and like I did events when I was in, like, commander's calls and random things, and, like, it's just playing, like, you have to just dumb it down to, to for regular people, you know, and there's people that don't even go out 
and I'm not saying that people in the military don't. I'm saying like they're. It's not even like your party crowd. Yeah, because your party crowd is in tune with Drake and everything else. Like when I would do stuff for the military, I'm playing you know Michael Jackson and like just classic generic fun music. You know? Yeah, like yeah, I did this party every year for the Marines, like mm-hmm. for the Marine birthday party. Right. I don't know how I got synced into it, but someone called me and then I started doing it uh, for a few years in a row. But very eclectic set. You know, like, I, literally, I'm playing Michael Jackson. I'm playing Drake. I'm playing Bon Jovi. I'm like playing Daft Punk. Shit, I'm playing shit is, like, always a must. Like, right. It's always, like, in the military, like, yeah. Sweet Child of Old Mine. Old school hip-hop. It depends. And then some of them are like, we've never even heard of this. You know, yeah, yeah Sweet Child of Mine. And then I'm going into Missy. And, like, it's all. it was all over the place. Yeah. Like, we're so complex. Our brains as DJs and, like, the, the shit we think of is so complex that, like, yeah. I tell people, no, it's, like, people like the military. Like, being in the military, it was, it was night and day. And when I was in and I was DJing at night, you know, it was literally, like, Airman Arana. And then DJ Kaz, you know, like two <laughs> different, literally two different people. And I wouldn't, right. even, I wouldn't even talk about it to some people, excuse me, when I was in. I wouldn't even tell people like, yo, like, oh, I DJ because I didn't want right. that kind of like connotation or like be thought of in this way or it come around in a negative way. But, but I mean, I, I, I love it. Like, I love it. I hate, I mean, I would never go back in or I would never. I hate some things that I went through, but it's, you know, growing pains and like everything else, you know, everything else, nothing is perfect, but I love the foundation that it gave me. I love the people that I met, you know, I have friends that I spent with a few months in training that I, you know, my friends for life that we still talk to. And, you know, I had one of my homies that we trained in 2003 in San Angelo, Texas, visit me in miami he's like hey i'm coming to, to to miami with my wife i hadn't seen him in 20 almost you know almost 20 years wow but we would randomly talk you know like on veterans day like all my friends we all kind of like that's the time when i do check facebook and i'll see like i get tagging this shit or these old pictures and you know it's a it's a community and it, it, it taught me a lot but it's it's definitely not like what we're in that's why i guess i get so angry with the dj sometimes and like yo you guys are so lazy or you guys don't realize like what we're doing you know (laughs) right so insane yeah oh wow that's crazy but it does explain a lot of the influence uh that it's had on your personality your drive uh and just how you approach everything yeah totally totally i mean my drive is 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 non-stop it never stops i i that's when you said, do you sleep? I'm like, yeah, it's something. Like <laughs> I, I try to, but it comes from the military of just yeah. like pushing forward and finding out a way. And I think I've applied more of that in the, in the later years. Like now, you know, there's so right. many things that I learned that, I mean, I'll say now, like I wouldn't have worked with myself four years ago, five years ago. Cause right. I was mentally, I was somewhere else. My works, uh, um, you know, like my, my partying was somewhere else. Yeah, my my regimen was somewhere else, and like I hit a wall. That's when I started losing weight, and and I've, I had a few personal things that happened in my life. And yeah, I you've like, lost weight like yeah. in the past couple of years. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I lost like forty pounds. I didn't realize how different you looked, yeah. but I guess you do. You yeah, know, I cut my hair too. Right now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, and I didn't, I didn't color. I didn't come with when I did the row podcast. I had it green. Yeah, I know. I was expecting. I was like, oh, it's gonna this be is neutral. This is turned color. off. <laughs> this is turned off. The light switch is off. When the light switch is on. 
Yeah, I had a homie, one of my homies from Charlotte came to see me and he's like, dude, I, I get like downgrade cars. I, I want to like <laughs> upgrade. I'm like, dude, I'm not talking. Uh, yeah, and Road Podcast, I mean, not to uh, yeah. take off of theirs, you know, mad props to Road and, Shout out to um, you know, listen to his episode, Kaz's episode on Road and you'll get a lot out of it. But you got some really good response from that, yeah. right? What was some of the things that really stood out that people hit you up about? Just, you know, I, I tell younger DJs, like, yo, like, I answer all my DMs, like, if you right. DM me about asking me about this or that or like Yeah, I try to too. Yeah, some kind of guidance, you know, when 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 you know to help DJs out and 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 what I really pushed on there what what I mentioned earlier was just create your own lane, you know? Like yeah. if it's like I said building a party or or building some kind of concept, some kind of you know mix show. There's guys that have, you know, shout out to Cases. Cases has uh Yeah, I've DJed on it. It's, yeah, dope. it's the know, house music show. And it's it's super dope. He has his show. There's a bunch of different DJs that have their show like create something to make yourself stand out. You know, in 2022 there's a million DJs and I actually think that DJing isn't it's not cool anymore or it's not as popular as it once was. Yeah. You know, it's not as unique. Years. It's not as unique it's anymore. Special, yeah. And it's like the I want to be a DJ by a controller kind of crowd like right already phased out. So now, what makes you really that? Because yeah. it's not the trend. And I saw this is like super left, but I saw a tweet that said, "Oh, ten years ago, DJs were saying that you know machines were gonna take over. DJing is gonna go extinct because of algorithms and this and that and whatever." But now. You go to a football game and there's a DJ there. You go to a, a so free, you go everywhere. You go to everywhere, audio, anything, any kind of, yeah. you know, installation or any kind of launch, an art launch, a product launch, yeah. car launch. There's DJs everywhere. So like, instead of thinking of how you're gonna get into the club or you know fight twenty, thirty DJs to go play at the same taco spot that everybody wants to play at, figure out a way to get booked at that random thing you went to eat with your girl and you saw this DJ like. Right, you know, like what's where's the competition for that? You know, yeah, it's it's create your own lane. Like, stop being worried about what other guys are doing because you don't know their relationships, you don't know their connections, you don't know yep. where they've been, you don't know anything. And now I feel like now people that are working are all on the same page. You know, like like yesterday when I was out with all the DJ City, the Texas guys, you know, I was talking to ETX and we were saying mm -hmm. like. How are you? How are these DJs not doing this, or they're not doing that, or like? Right, we're all on the same page. Like, if you're working, you're moving, and you're doing your stuff. Like, you want to put yourself out there and be like, cool, you know, a manager, you know, from this club. Like, let me know if, dude, if you have any special, pe if you have your people coming, and let me know if they want me to play anything. Yo, last time I played Selena for your people, let me know if they come. I play you. I shut them out. You got a birthday? I'll, you know, like, let people know that you're there and communicate and like, yeah. Have have yeah. some presence. Have some presence. You know. Yeah. So I talked about that. I talked about you know a lot of the same things that we did on the on the road podcast and that right. we that we talked about here and yeah. But yeah, man, you know, crooked crooked is the homie. He's yeah, he's the best. He's an interesting character. Like <laughs> we're we're I don't know. We're Audio One is the one that said it. Shout out to Audio One. He's like, you guys are very much alike because you guys both care. Uh -huh. So much about DJing and like and the details, and the details of shit. Like, yeah, that's why you guys were like butt heads. But I'm like, yeah, I mean, we both care about what we do. We care about the community. We do shit for the community. You know, true. Like, that's that's important to me. Do things for the community. Like, you know, that's that's what helps all of us get booked and all of us move forward. So, yeah, you know. it's true. That that is a good point. That like. If you're doing things to add to the culture, whatever the culture is, you know, hip hop, 
DJing as a whole, whatever you're doing, you will get noticed by the right people because you're doing the right thing and just adding to the world through art, through, through passion, through all this stuff. And if you're just sort of like trying to just cookie cutter it through, or I deserve this, it's different. And people will notice when you add to the culture and then you'll end up getting opportunities you never thought of before. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, that's super big, you know, like the, the, the DJ culture to me is, is, you know, I've made a living out of it. You know, we've, we've all lived our life through it and I always try to find stuff to, to, to do it. You know, we, I do link ups. Yeah. I, I was doing link ups. Shout out to Crespo at, um, and he has, um, wired sound. Academy. Right. I, I, we were doing link ups there for younger DJs and pushing. Yeah. I gotta get Crespo on here. He's yeah. always, he seems like the ultimate hustler. I barely know him, but, yeah, he's, uh, he's the man, bro. He's the man. And you know, he's, he's, he's just like, seems like he's doing mad shit, he's doing a lot of stuff the right way. And you know, he, he's had the right opportunities come his way or the right thing. And he's handled it right. You know, and it, he's, he's smart. He's about his business. He's about yeah. his business. He's about his brand. And you know, yeah. I noticed he has that school, the wired sound. Yeah. So we were doing, I was doing link ups with him, you know, meeting younger DJs and I've, I've connected with a few younger DJs that come out, show love and, you know, I've booked some and I've, I've connected with them and it's awesome, you know, because I want to get to the point where they're the ones booking me, you know? Like, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the cycle of life. You know? It is. Like, yeah. The, and, and I know I'm, I keep saying like random points, but like DJs, like know where you stand, know your ground, know your audience. Like, Yo, like, if you're 40-something years old trying to DJ at college Thursday night, like, is that what fits your brand? Is that what you're doing? Like, Right. Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I still do. Yeah, like, that. I kid. know people do that still. It's fine. But I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, like, it, it's, there's nothing if wrong. You, if you are not happy with the situation, then take a step back and assess it and change it as needed. If you're yeah. cool with it, go for it. Cool. Keep, yeah, keep exactly. it moving. But at the same time, like, if you're doing that and you're complaining about why you can't be doing this maybe because you're there maybe because that venue gives you that look or you're not even thinking or how are you even going to go dj there like yeah then like have these conversations out loud have right these conversations with yourself out loud and with other people like hey all right well is this really the look that i want to go for like i'm trying to get booked for weddings and you know i'm doing this fucking you know college night like right you know how is how is that correlate with, with what you want to do? So yeah, have no. It's true. Even me, like I've been doing this forever. A lot of people know me from different uh, perspectives of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're the Blink DJ. Oh, you're the corporate DJ. Oh, you're the bottle service DJ. Mm-hmm. And some people in that are deep into those worlds don't even know. Like when I'll go do these Amazon or Netflix or some other games. Oh, wait, you do nightclubs too? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Yeah, or I'll go to the nightclub and like, wait, you do these like corporate gigs for Netflix? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and they, and then I notice, oh, maybe I'm posting too much about these or, you know, because, but, but they don't even know or yeah, they they get the wrong idea. They don't even like, dude, that's, that's, that's. People overthink what people think or people overthink how much people are thinking about them, them. Like nobody cares about you as much as you care about yourself and not nobody cares about you. Like go, you know crawl in a hole and go away yeah, yeah, yeah. you're special anyone but listening doing, to me i think you're special you're doing, but but nobody cares about you as much as you're staring at your own phone yeah. or you're looking in the mirror or you're going oh what are people gonna think of this picture or the thing or the my scratches or the sound or the Dude, remix my, my girl my girl put it to me like perfectly the other day like i put a picture i put like a flyer or whatever and she's like that's it 
She's like, that's all you're going to put on it? And I'm like, yeah, people know that I'm there. She's like, who knows? Like, do you think people, like, nobody looks at your story like you look at your story. Right. Because she's like. And new people followed you and that's right like, now. But, but you she's know, like, you know, an hour ago. Put this on there or put that or put, like, the, um, you know, if it's a story, put, like, a little gif over here like or put music like yeah me thinking no i post this all the time people shouldn't people should know and then i run right. into somebody like yo where are you and so and so and i'm like exactly so they don't know it or it could be new people you never know even with this podcast it took me so long to get people to listen to it and then even people that tell me that they listen then they'll be like, you should have this person on, or you should do this. Yeah. And I'm like, I already you did. did yeah. And it's like that even my loyal people don't even, you can't expect everyone. I don't expect anyone to listen to all these episodes and not even my wife or my yeah. mom or, right. you know, it's like, right. no one's going to do that, you right. know? Yeah, so yeah. you just keep doing it. And with this podcast, like it's almost like you're building a foundation using like sand or mm -hmm. like it can keep crumbling or going down or changing right. you have to just keep laying it keep, down keep laying it down keep right. laying it down you don't know who's listening who's not listening dj city will do a post one time of a repost of me and i'll get 300 500 new followers right. they don't even know who i am you know and you can't take it for granted like i'm dj spider bro you should know what's up like no i'm gonna post the same stupid hashtag and my best friends are probably gonna go damn fool you keep doing the same thing over and over it's not for you but yeah exactly like you. give me a you're break not, you're not you know? my target like, audience yeah yeah you know it, it's dude it's and i like that's true i'm literally like posting and she's like no but put tonight that's what it was that was the first yeah. thing she's like put tonight and i'm like yo but people know that i'm here on no she's like well put tonight and I found like a little gift that said tonight. <laughs> and then somebody replied, like, oh shit. Right. You're there tonight. And I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, yo. I literally like threw my phone out. Like, <laughs> you win. Like, fuck. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Um, you you can't overdo it, you know, and that's when people are like, Man, this person's annoying. They're doing it so much. It worked. It worked. You know who they are. It worked. And you know it. Right. And if you're annoyed, then fine. Someone else is going to the party. Or signing up for the service or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, dude. That's um, that happens a lot and like why do you think Coca Cola, you know what I mean, yeah. has a ad everywhere you look, you swivel your head, you're gonna see it. Somewhere, a sticker, you're not like they're not like, listen, bro, we're Coke. We've been around. Don't worry yeah. about it now. People know to drink us. Yeah, and like the whole <laughs> and that's that's another thing with like the DJ thing. Like like there's there's ways to do it. Like I post certain things a certain way because I want them to be taken a certain way. Yeah. But then you can't complain about this. Right. Not, you know, like Yeah, it's true. Seriously, DJs, nobody, nobody cares. And <laughs> nobody cares about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good way to think about it, though. You know what I mean? Less nerves that, like, you know. I think it's even with, like, the events. Like, someone called me, and they're freaking out about DJing this, like, you know, it was in England, but it was the version of the Oscars where they're about like, well, what do I play? What do I do? What do I look like? What do I and yes, you should think about all that. You should look good. You should play the right thing. You should put all, pay attention to all the details. But at the same time, it's not all about you. They're promoting the Netflix Oscar party. They're not promoting DJ Spider will be right. performing. Everyone right. stare at him. You're there to to help them have a good night. You're there to add your part in the moving engine of the night, you know, and that almost can help your nerves go away a little bit. Like put your best foot forward, do the best job ever, but also don't overthink that everyone cares about you so much. Your whole life's going to change. The head of Netflix yeah. is going to give you the show yeah. that night and then that's it. Like, you know, that's, that's be realistic. That's, that's very good. 
because I had that same situation happen to me and um little humble brag obviously <laughs> uh opening for pitbull like on the pitbull tour like dude i was so nervous at first and i'm like right yo like what the fuck i'm playing for like twenty thousand people yes and, like I, you know i'm i'm prepping I'm, I'm like all right i'm gonna play this and this and this and that yeah blah, blah, blah. as you should yeah. and then everybody and then everybody that i talked to that had done it was like yo like bro like you know the audience is like your shit like play all the pop shit and i was like what and then when i got on what i'm getting at is that i started djing whatever and then when i was done yeah it was two sets when i was on the first set, i was like yo like why am i why why was i so nervous because these people aren't here for me yeah like, nobody fucking cares about dj cast they're here to see mr fucking worldwide exactly so like why am i so in my head about this like let me just have fun let me just relax let me just like do my shit entertain people here do the job to like warm it up and then they're here for the show you know they're here yeah. for that so exactly like remember that you, you know you're, you're there to do a job and you have to position yourself in the right way and till you become the calvin harris where you sing produce fucking do everything then they're there to see you yeah you know then they're really there to see everything you do right until then you're hamster on the wheel you know yeah part of the part of the, the moving process of the show it's so true yeah and what's the worst that could happen let's say you do horrible and it yeah. doesn't go like you want it's just kind of going to be in your own head thinking about it but no one else they're going to be watching mr you know worldwide yeah. 305 let's go let's go dale dale <laughs> dale um yeah oh man we've touched on so much stuff i mean i uh we got to get out of here soon, right. but I, I, you know, you've got an amazing Twitter. I've always been a yeah, fan. You. You're one of my favorite Twitter accounts. So I've people, slowed it down though. I've like, you have slowed it down. Yeah, I've turned it down. Which I'm sad about. No, no, it's, it's, no, I still, I still come out you do, swinging you do. every once in a yes. while. But, but the, but you, you always have some good opinions and yeah, takes, takes on there, yeah. you know, and it gets people talking. And I, yeah, think, I like, I like, I like engaging stuff, you know, but I know that, you know, you have a pinned tweet right now on the yeah. top. And it's a more serious one than your other. Not the other ones aren't serious, but um, you know I could read the whole thing. But it, it's you wrote like a whole thing like on Facebook and then yeah. and screenshotted it right. And it was just talking about DJs disconnecting. And I think our, this whole podcast has been about connecting and what to do and right. all that. And that is one thing is that our our lives are twenty four hours a day and it's all connected. And the DJing is is our hobby our hobby is our passion and right. our passion is our job and it's this full circle yeah. thing that can get you to the place of euphoria and the place of depression all within 24 hours and not even understand your own self in a way like you get so lost in it and i yes. think that when you write djs don't forget to disconnect and then you really wrote a good explanation of it yeah i think djs should read that and really take it to heart because that's something during the pandemic that we really had to face with ourselves and i think why people maybe just started drinking like crazy or started hating themselves or not knowing what yeah, to do because whatever, right? who am i if i'm not a dj who am i yeah. what even am i what's my worth to the world you know and do i have a hobby what am i even into yeah. you know you forget it so i think that's a an important that's kind of what you wrote here yeah. right yeah i mean and I'll, I'll break it down so i mean i i had like a like a mental breakdown like, right i had like the worst just crashed i crashed i was like yo like what am i doing with my life what am i doing with djing what am i doing like yeah with everything and and i realized that i was so selfish with my career and the way that like i moved and everything i did and i was just like yo like 
Like who am I? Like right. Like where's Rodrigo in all this? Right. Like, like where's you Rodrigo in all this? And I realized that yo, like, so I've been DJing for twenty years. In the last, I say fifteen, I've very since two thousand seven. I focus solely on my career and everything that I've done in my life, even my personal life, even like the girls that I dated were because they dated Cass or dating Casper or like whatever. Like my yeah. DJ. Killer cast, like they were, they were in tune to that. My friends, I would be like, "Yo," they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm, I'm playing here on Friday. You guys come over." Yeah, I would make my friends come to my gigs. Right. My time off was spent sleeping or working on music or resting, and like I never take took care of myself. I never like yeah until recently, and even even when I was working out and losing weight, and like that was kind of what triggered it because mm-hmm. I started just running with like no music. Listening to different podcasts, non DJ stuff, yeah, and just analyzing myself and like, yo, like, what do I like? Like, it got to the point pre pandemic, people would ask me all the time, yo, what do you do for fun? I'm like, DJ, like, what exactly. Do you mean? I'm like, no, DJ, like, well, what do you do when you're not DJing? And I'm like, probably listen to music or like yeah. sorting music and this and that. And when I hit that 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 like bottom, I was just like, yo, like, I have to disconnect. I have to like. Like and it's it's whatever drug you know it's like the yeah. the drug of like like you said the euphoria of like either feeling the crowd or physically DJing I love right. to physically DJ like yeah I can DJ people complain about long shifts and I'm like yo I love like obviously whatever but yeah I get it <laughs> I love to physically DJ and remember to take care of yourself put yourself out of your DJ position you know take care of of, of your personal self and yeah and disconnect like put your phone down like like go running or do this or find a hobby, whatever you kind of liked, you know? And, yeah. And I've been catering more to myself and, and catering more to the things I enjoy. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, you know, like my boy, one of my friends put it into perspective. He's like, dude, your friend's a banker. Like you think he gets home and like opens up like his, you know, fucking <laughs> Excel files or whatever. Like when he's like in bed, so why are you looking at? He's edit? like, let's check these interest rates, right. bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but you're at the crib, like you know, I'm at the crib and I'm like going through music casually. Yeah, like, well, me too. I mean, still, it's, it's, I it's, I relate to it's it. It's our lifestyle. I'm not saying like no, you know, it's like yeah, and it's even hard with like I'm a dad, you yeah. know, and sometimes you put it into that, like, well, look, I'm a dad, so my extra time goes into my kid, and it does. But then, like, my kids slept out, you know, the other night. And I was alone, and I'm, like, with my wife. And and it's it even that. You're like, wait, what, what do we do? like to do? We've just been yeah. parents for nine years. Like, yeah. he's never slept out anywhere. Like, we're like, what do I like to do? Or what do I, you know, it's crazy yeah. because you, you almost mask it with other things that you do love. But that maybe aren't a hobby or don't let you disconnect right. and really tap in with those parts exactly. of yourself. Exactly. And that that to me, and then when I say disconnect, it's not even it's not like go outside. It's like I disconnected mentally. Like I literally had to go through like a mental breakdown and be like, all right, everything in my life revolves around DJing. Like from the way that I dress to the people that I'm around to yeah. everything revolves around that. So like let me not be let me be more myself, you know, and then like it's funny because Jamie the Great said it. He was like, "Bro, like from now to two years from two years ago to now, you're like a completely different person." And like, yeah, and I'm like, dude, just because I'm I'm way more open, you know. I've 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 admitted my faults. I've owned up to a lot of shit. I made up for shit. There's things that I'm still making up for. Relationships with people that I I destroyed because of my DJing in the sense of, 
you know, my career came first, like, or this, that, or, oh, you don't want to do this? Like, I would take things personal because of that. And yeah, just kind of remember to be a person and like be a good person because it, it, it matters a lot. And, and, and this, this, like, this world that we live in, there's so many vices. If it's not, like I said, the DJing, if it's not women, if it's not, you know, your significant other, men, whatever, drinking, drugs, the nightlife, the social engagement is a drug too. Like, yeah, like there's so many things that it's true. stand away, like know when to cut it off, know when to step away. Right. So that's if you take anything from that, take that from this podcast. It's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I think there's a lot of gems in here. Uh, I'm so glad we did this, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad we got Probably. to do it in person. Yeah. And, you know, you were one of my first uh, virtual interviews. So yeah. we were just figuring figuring all that out. So, like, to be able to hang in person after a couple of years, so great. Hearing hearing your growth and everything you're saying is honestly inspirational and uh, makes me happy. And, um, yeah, man, I'm so glad we got to do this. And then we get yeah. to hang tonight with a, a bunch of DJs. Latino, DJ City Latino. Bam, 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 bam. Latino link up. Yeah. You know, I get to come uh, be part of the <laughs> Shazam, Shazam everything. Yeah, I get to learn a lot about all that. I go to all of them. I'm like, yeah. I went to the ladies link up. I was like, sorry, I'm not here to creep right. on you. Right, right, I'm right, just right, being right. supportive. That's funny. Not I know. Always, Edwin's always. like, come to the ladies one. I'm like, am I allowed yeah. to? And then I come like, what are you doing here? Right. I'm like, I'm not a perv. Right, right, I'm right, just right, being right. nice. I support. Yeah. And actually speaking of, we got to do a ladies. We got to do a ladies one in Miami now. I mean, we, yeah. had, we had one, I had one kind of scheduled pre pandemic. So yeah. I wonder how many are, how many women are coming to, uh, the meet the beyond the music. No. Oh, beyond the music. Yeah. I'll Seems see. like it. Oh, ho hopefully they have a good, yeah. yeah. I know it tends to be Ilsa, you, you a lot Ilsa, of guys. You know, Ilset, DJ Ilset. She, she's, I don't think so. She's, she's Houston, Miami. I've definitely heard her name, but yeah. I don't know her. She has, she has a good circle. She plays a Wednesday party at Wood, and then she also Tuesdays at Blackbird. She'll do like a ladies takeover inside, and so she's good at getting like the female DJs, yeah, kind of rounded. So dope. So yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I know. I'm trying to get. I gotta get a more more women on here, yeah. and I've been telling Yo Yoli to come on, and she's killing Yo Yoli, homie, right there. She's the best. She came to di we had dinner in Vegas like yeah. a month ago, and I was just like talking to her. I mean, I met her. She was like a little kid, yeah. like, and I was DJing in the famous Stars and Straps store before. Oh, I was wow. about to go to Vegas to DJ, like, a big club, and that day, Travis Barker had me DJing in the famous Stars and Straps store, wow. and I remember she came. She's, like, a young, probably teenager, and right. she's like, hey, I'm a fan, and da, da, da. like, just a little kid. I don't even know if she was DJing. We talked, but I still remember her from that day. We talked about it that night, and then I've just seen her grow, yeah. grow through all this time, okay. and to see what she's doing in Vegas now uh, at Omnia, and, and then all that stuff that just happened with the BTS thing, like, a week or two ago. Crazy, I'm so crazy. happy for her, but she she's about her business too. She has a good mindset, Super. and uh, yeah, she's an AM fan. She's an AM fan. I mean, that's how it came. I mean, she was like, "I'm an AM fan, Travis." You know all that, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do some scratches." See the picture here. of her at the at Coach, is it Coachella, right? Um, I don't know. There's she, a picture of her um, with at, with at AM at Coachella. With the, she has a sign. Oh, she's like in the in the crowd. Oh, crazy! I think it was at Coachella or somewhere. Probably, but she's holding a sign like "AM, I love you" or like "AM something." Amazing! Like, yeah, so good. I love wow. to see that. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, she's great. Um, amazing. Well, yo, any other words you got for the DJs just, or anything um, you want to leave people with? Just pitch um uh, my socials i guess yeah right. yeah yeah how can people find you so it's i'm the most active on instagram That's okay probably like my top right and it's at dj k5 uh dj cast with a five dj k5 or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's like I, dead mouth dead five. five yo <laughs> i i was telling the guy yesterday i saw a dude yesterday that looked like dead mouth on my plane and i was like if it was him i would have gone up to him <laughs> And would have been like, yo, man, like, I'm a DJ, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to drop. I don't want anything. Can you just do a video for me? <laughs> and I would have been like, I would have asked him to say, like, yo, it's pronounced Cass. <laughs> That's it. That would have been my, my I'm at Deadmau5's post. It's pronounced Cass. That would have been legendary. 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 So, yeah, at DJ uh, Cass, DJ K5. Okay. My Twitter is underscore DJ underscore K5. And my site, my landing site is pretty much uh OG kind of link tree. Right. So DJcast.com, DJK5.com takes you to okay everything. And are so, you uh, streaming at all? I uh, no, I don't do any streams. Oh, my Patreon. Patreon.com slash DJK5. Yeah. Uh, so no, we did Crazy some, edits on there. Obviously, yeah. you heard before, like 4,000 yeah. of them. And DJs, I did this for the Road Podcast. If you're still listening to this at this time right now, uh, send me a DM and I'll send you a free pack. So if you're listening to this, be like, hey, I heard you on on the Beat Source podcast with Spider, you know, and I'll send you some Let's good. Let's go. Blat yeah. out. <laughs> you have to get it. You have to be listening to this point. Yeah. You, know? you got to have receipts. 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 got to have made it this far. Yeah. Hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Yo, appreciate it, too. Thank you. And uh, yeah. we'll, I'll see you tonight. We'll have a yeah, good time. All right. DJ Kaz. Peace. Out. All right, having Killer Kaz on the show was a pleasure. It was an honor. DJ Kaz, thank you again for coming in. I'm so glad we got to do this in person. Um, it was a meaningful episode. I loved it. So I uh, hope you guys did too. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Help us grow. Let your friends know. Let your mom know. Let your grandma know. Let anyone DJ that's interested in DJing know that we are here. Okay? The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.